morning. It is. Good morning. Welcome to Fry. Yay. How are you? Oh, yeah. I love it. So, I'm feeling fantastic. It was a great morning. Missed you at Roar this morning, but I know you'll get to a point where you're doing two days in a row there. It was a kick-ass session this morning, and uh, excited for this afternoon. We get to take Kaister out on a boat, and uh, just all good, all really good stuff. Great day yesterday, great coaching calls, great presentations, uh, just a lot of good going on. So talk to me about St. Patty's Day. Do you do anything that allows Absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> I didn't even have a sip of alcohol, like... It was it was a Thursday for me is what it was. But it was I was, you know, we were cooking dinner and, and, and going through our normal routine. So Kai made sure that we celebrated. Kai was pinching everybody who wasn't wearing green and making sure that we were celebrating the day. But pretty much it was a Thursday. That's that's awesome. We chose not to uh, go out. Um, you know, it didn't mean that much to Helen, but I did take a sip of Jameson. So, uh, good, uh, good morning to you, sir. Thanks for being here this morning. Very nice. Look at all that. Ron Katz is here as well. Ron, we are, um, a month out before I see you in Kansas city, my friend, I'll be dealing, uh, making the keynote speech to all of the Midas dealers so i look forward to seeing you my friend always a pleasure um but by coincidence last night there were two fellow huddlers two fellow ceos fellow clients that were out celebrating getting their toes done (laughs) i was uh, wondering if that's what was happening i mean the couches were huge and i saw like the ipads next to them i was like i wonder where they are i wonder what's happening that's awesome. so they texted me they go hey we're in your building (laughs) you know so there's a a spot there called Casbah that does men's, women's, all the, you know, nails and hair and uh, massages. So uh, at least I got to see, uh, you know, some of my favorite CEOs there last Very night. Very cool. cool. But we got a great show. I got stuff that I'm going to follow up on. This conversation about sleep has not gone away. So we're going to talk about the power of sleep and how to go to sleep. We're going to talk about the best skill set according to Warren Buffett, in order to be really successful. And that's the power of no. So we got a lot of content. We got great stuff. We got an unbelievable song today. But you got to wake up first. So Shay, take us away. That song never, ever gets old. It's interesting that you said that. I had a dream last night that, like, we were having a conversation of, like, what to change in the show and what to do differently. And I was adamant that we could not change that song. I was like, we can create a new intro. We can create a new outro. We can do whole different segments. We cannot change that song as wake-up music. It never – Teddy never gets old. Teddy never gets old. So um, I love – 
the fact that this is an educational platform for us. We're always giving and talking, talking about what we're reading, what we're listening to. I was uh, in a great conversation with Jerry Latrento yesterday, and I pulled on a Michael Gervais clip um, about you don't manage everybody the same, Pete Carroll, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So there's all the archives, but consistently Seth Godin drops bombs that I almost feel like jumping out and just saying, right. stop, you got to look at this one. Well, the timing of yesterday's post was amazing because, you know, we talked about the relevance of St. Patty's Day. I mean, right. bars were packed. New York City was overrun. You know, people two years without St. Patty's Day, they're out partying, wearing green, even if they're not Irish, with no necessary association to it. So Seth says, how would we celebrate your day? If today was a holiday in your honor, what would it be about? And so I want to spark this dialogue, not only with you, Mark, because I do want, you know, what would your holiday be? What would we be celebrating if we examined everything about you, your work, your impact, your reputation? What would be the takeaways that allowed us to celebrate your day? And I want people to shine in and tell I, me I what you're so if I could create my own holiday, it would 100% be a festival, right? It would not be like just a day of remembrance. It would be a festival. And at this festival, you would have food. You would have drink, obviously. You would have fitness. There would be workouts going on. And then there would be like a stage for like TEDx speeches where anybody, it's like an open mic where people could get on and share consistently and that's what it would be. It would be a huge festival of food, fitness, and people getting on stage to share their stories and their knowledge. And that would be what my day would be about. Dude, I, I love that. Um, in, a, in a coaching session this week, I focused on the five Fs, you know, with, with somebody about what you need, you know, and it's family, faith, fit, fitness, finances, you know I mean? So all mm -hmm. of that, I love a festival like that. Um, so you remember Seinfeld, they could have thrown in the rest of us. Most of us for the rest of us. So, you know, it's just fascinating when you concentrate on all of the key points that make you you. And legitimately, if it was your holiday, which it could be, you would share those. And where would you share those, Mark? Where what would be the way that you would market your holiday? Well, I would definitely market it through social media, obviously. So, you know, what's fascinating about it is that, and, and this is why Seth is so deep and so great, is that people ask that, when you ask them that question, they instantly go, well, I would advertise it. Well, advertising is dead. It's marketing. It's, it's, it's not, you know, marketing is not advertising and vice versa. So I thought that would be some fun um, I loved your answer. What's um, your answer? Oh, whoa, you're not off the hook here. What's your holiday? If you could so create a holiday, holiday what's your very holiday? simply be, tell me something good day. Okay. So everybody would just be sharing something good all day long? Share it around you the world? Bitch. You could not bitch. You could not say anything negative. You would only be able to tell good things. And just think about what a fabulous day that would be. Just Who do we know? It. At like, we got to know somebody at like the national day calendar. We got to get that day made. We just got to make it. You know, tell me something there, good. There is some really nice. 
there is a winning idea. I love that. Good morning, Carol. Welcome. Hello, fun friends. <laughs> that's I want I to bring it to uh anyway. So, you know, I think that's a decent idea there, my boy. I, I like today. <laughs> you know, we have a smile day, you know, you have basic, you know, all the, you, have, you have a day for almost everything. We don't have a tell me something good day. Come on. We do not have a tell me something good day. So um, and that is a game changer when people ask me about me they go you know and they, they instantly go to sales and marketing i go let me just tell you a simple hack i don't ask people how are they i ask them to tell me something good changes the whole dialogue changes the whole mood allows me to understand something about them so my holiday will be tell me something good day and because of this morning's dialogue i'm going for it i'm gonna get it <laughs> i love it Fantastic. So um, we talked about sleep the beginning of the week. We talked about how many hours and uh, we talked about, you know, lots of things relating to sleep and when you wake up and when you go to bed and all. But we did not talk about quality sleep. How do you fall asleep faster? There's a lot of people who um, basically, you know, can't fall asleep. You know, they decide to do it. I am not one of those people. I have trained myself that I can well, basically. I wonder why that is. <laughs> In the middle no of the huddle. No idea why you would have a hard time. Or you wouldn't have a hard time falling asleep. But it's interesting because there's a guy named Bill Murphy Jr. Used to write for uh, Inc. Magazine. Went off on his own. Built a, a publishing, a creator type business. I love his stuff. And he put together, not his list, he just put it together, people could add, but there are some really interesting ways that people fall asleep faster. Did you get a chance to look at this list by any chance? Yeah, but so I want to give a shout out to somebody who I've worked with before who did his PhD thesis on sleep and the power of sleep and all of the effects Eric, that go into sleep. Eric, coach Eric Corum, who yeah. is a high performance coach and entrepreneur now. He's been in college football. He's been in the NFL. And now he started his own company called AIM7, which is very cool. It's an app that will help you use your data to make better decisions upon your life. And part of that data that he asks you to track is your sleep. Right? I showed you what, what the WHOOP does for me in, in telling me how I sleep and what the, what the quality of my sleep was. And we keep a journal to see what are the things that affect your sleep and what are the things that don't. But what some people that don't even realize something that's so important to their sleep is actually getting sunlight within the first hour of being awake in the day. So now I challenged Eric on this. I was like, Eric, I get up at 4.30, daylight savings, the sun doesn't come out till 7. It's impossible for me to get that sunlight within the first hour, he said, well, if that's the case, if you're up early before sunlight, then it's important for you to get some of that sunrise, to get at least 15 to 20, or maybe it's seven, seven to 15 minutes, something like that, where you're outside and it changes the rhythm in your body and helps you fall asleep better at night, which I would have never put those two things together. So this list was fascinating to me. I know about melatonin, you can yeah. take you know, 20 milligrams of melatonin and that does put you to sleep. For some people, it makes them groggy when they wake up. It is natural, though. Um, so number one on his list is wear socks. And for me, 
out. There is no way on the planet I'm sleeping. <laughs> to me, it's like I might as well be in a dungeon. Right. <laughs> you know, it's or it's like, like being in a hotel bed where the corners of the bed are tucked so tight it, that you can't it. even I'm move. Get out <laughs> this was an article that someone said, you know, that a, a real study that, that said that if your feet are warm, you sleep better. I'm the complete opposite, man. I need it absolutely ice cold in my room to make it work. Here's another one I did not know. Drink cherry juice. So this ties into nutrition and eating before bed, which is actually not a bad thing to do. If you were to eat proteins, if you were to eat carbs, not processed carbs, but carbs as in fruits and vegetables, it actually helps your body sleep better. You spend more time in deep sleep. You spend more time in REM sleep because when your body is sleeping and trying to recover, it takes work. So if you feed it nutrients an hour before you go to bed, it helps you get better sleep by eating good foods before you go to bed. Really cool conversation. This one I absolutely adore. It says, blow bubbles. Dr. Rachel Salas uh, in the Department of Neurology at John Hopkins. When the brain sees the bubble go off and disappear or pop, you visually see some kind of release. Now, this reminds me of a hack that I do when people are really bent on something and they just can't release it. I usually tell them, write it down, take the piece of paper, crumple it up, light it on fire, stamp the shit out of it, and it's gone. And it has worked for people. It has worked. I have used it myself. It just releases it. So this is kind of a cool thing about blowing bubbles. And it's sort of like a kid thing, man. It's kind of yeah. neat, right? Kind of like so, counting sheep, I guess, right? If I was what if you count sheep, if you picture it and visualize it, it helps you fall asleep. So they talk about breathing. They talk about this 43 of them. Last one, because I think it's really cool, is write down your to-do list before lying down. So I am a fan of evening rituals. Anybody who's working with, with working with me with time management, clear the brain, look at it, sleep on it. Wake up in the morning, get ready to play the game. So yeah, um, reading this- before bed is a great one. I love, I mean, you. I could get five pages in. I could get a half a page in and be out. Be like, oh man, I can't even get through another page. Um, caffeine, no caffeine, six hours before bed. So for me, if you have a nine o'clock bedtime, three o'clock is when you should be having your last bit of caffeine. And uh, yeah, make sure you get 20 minutes of exercise. Doing anybody something physical. Wants, anybody who wants the list- Please email me or Shay. We will send it to you. But all of this sleep talk um, inspired a song that it's an old song redone by a guy named Disturbed. Boom, go. And in the naked light I saw 10,000 people maybe
said, I'm afraid. <laughs> it's a really unbelievable um, rendition. Great rendition, for sure. Rendition for sure. Of a great song. But it brings us to this idea that can you sleep in silence? Yeah, what do you mean? I have to sleep in silence. No, I don't. I need noise. So one of the things, like I have a machine, I have the Alexa play. I play ocean sounds. Boom. So I have the ocean going loud. You can do birds. You can do rain. You can do all kinds of white noise that, um, and so, you know, the sounds of silence, if it's too quiet, I can't sleep, man. I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm serious. So, and generally, if I have white noise on, I don't snore. <laughs> I call bullshit. I've been, what? Jay, what? What? Give me the X. That is the most false thing I've ever heard in my life. You just battle the noise. It's like an orchestra to see who can play louder with the noise. So, um, I was going to do this thing with no, but I won't have time to do it today. So I'll probably pop it into Monday. Okay. But I, here's was, yeah, really, I was pumped for that conversation. Yeah, me too. It'll be a good start to the week. It's really, good. it's meaty and I won't do it service. But here's number 43, which I really liked. What? Well, Kyle comes in. Great shirt, Mark. Go Knowles. Happy Friday. It's right, baby. Go Knowles. So there's a guy that, so there's a guy that comes out, invites me to connect. I say, how do we know each other? I know Mark, um, pretty cool. I'm a Canes fan, but you know, I respect the Seminoles and I hate Gators. <laughs> I'm like, I said to him, do you know that I'm a Gator? Yeah, did you look <laughs> at my profile to see no, that I'm a Gator? That. <laughs> like, how oblivious can you be? So here's I number 43, it. which is really cool. Tell yourself it might be better to stay awake anyway. So Colin Espy, a professor of sleep medicine at the University of Oxford, if you can be comfortable with the idea of remaining awake, then the performance anxiety and frustration that is associated with forcing yourself to sleep goes nowhere and you just merrily close your eyes and fall asleep. I agree with that a thousand percent. I think that this is where... I don't subscribe to other people's recommendations on how much they sleep or how much they work or what they spend their, that to me is my body is my body. When I work out, how I work out, how I recover, what I eat, what I drink, I know what makes me feel good. I know if I have the energy to perform, then I don't need nine hours or I don't need four hours. I I need what's right for me. I've done the work to figure out that six and a half hours is really my sweet spot for sleep. That's what I make sure that I get. So I do what's necessary in order to get those hours. And I don't, I don't worry about not getting enough or being tired or, you know, all the other anxieties that come with not falling asleep. So here's what's really cool. Cause I'm going to bridge that conversation to just living your life the way you want to is trusting your own gut. You know, whatever your instinct is to be hungry, to go to sleep, we know what we're doing. You see, a, you know, the rack of donuts, you know, if you eat donuts, it's pure garbage. It's not going to do anything nutritionally. It's going to shut you down. It's going to make you tired. So this is very true as you know, and it, it'll bridge to Monday when we talk about the power of no, is you got to learn to trust yourself. 
If your spidey sense is saying, mm, I don't really want to do this, don't do it. You know, I mean, that, people that are to me is, doing shit that they don't want to do. And that to me is in the world of self-help and in the world of all of the coaches and books and the access to so much information about what other people's lives look like or what you think they look like or what you think they do. It doesn't really matter. What matters is what makes you happy. And I get old, I get I get tired of hearing Gary Vee preach happiness all the time. But there's real truth to that. If you're not happy with it, then it doesn't matter what somebody else is doing or what the job looks like or what the title is. Fall in love with the work. Fall in love with the things you do. And everything else will fall into place because of that. So I agree with you a thousand percent. I mean, listen, um, right now, you'll hear people you know, talk about cold calling with passion. Hey, dude, if that's what works for you. or Great. Then- and stay in that place and don't listen to a word I have to say. Turn off the turn us off and just go. I don't I don't need to recruit you. I'm telling you something that works. I'm sharing it. It was very much the same thing when I told people I wake up at 3 a.m. They go, Well, you know, I'm successful and I stay up all night long. Great. Right. <laughs> I'm, telling you. I'm telling you this is how you have to do it, right? This is what works for me. This That's is what works I think for me. What's wrong is they they're pushing their shit on other people. I'm not pushing anything, man. I'm sharing. I listen to ocean noise. It makes me feel better. I love it. I, I sleep in awesome. silence. <laughs> but that song is creepy, Carol. You were right. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> a little scary, you know. Um, what a great week. We covered lots of great dialogue. Um, again, if there's stuff that you guys want us to talk about, shoot it to us. We're taking notes. You know, we are glad to pick any topic. As a matter of fact, maybe one day we'll just open it up to you guys to jump in and out. And it's ask a question day. Ask anything of the noodles. If you like that idea, let us know. In the meantime, TGIS, the grind includes Saturday and Sunday. So get your ass out there. And here's one simple thing that you can do to add value to someone else's life. Invite them to the huddle on Monday morning. It will help them the same way it helps you. See ya. Let's get down to business. I'm up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this.